Hey, welcome to Chicago Beer Geeks Scott, podcast. How's my head, Scott? Am I too shiny? Sometimes I'm too shiny. I got Nick over here. He's got too shiny of a head. Are we rolling? We are rolling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get closer to the mic, man? Get closer to the mic. We have Ellie. Yeah. Ellie here as well. Bob is filling in for Mez again. And then we have Dave at the end over here. Dave is the owner of a craft beer store here in Libertyville. He is kind enough to let us do our podcast in his uh, facility. And he needs to be closer, we being told. Dave, get a little closer. Just like Nick said earlier, this is like a snuggly back of an Uber X. Uber XL. So. And we are... Uh, you're gracious enough for Dave to supply us with a bunch of our beer today. And what are we drinking right now, Dave? So Start this is Hopkins uh, Fire Hands Brew and it's out of Pennsylvania. Get a little closer to Mike. Hopkins Fire Hands and out of Pennsylvania. You've heard a lot of good things about the beer here. So this is a little bit of a bottle of ale that's not as Definitely, it is, a, it is really good. It's not overwhelmingly bitter, but it's And if you guys hear extra noise, we are in his facility that is open, so um, they're also doing a beer tasting at the same time. We have a TV behind us too. I just noticed that it's actually. There's all kinds on. of entertainment. This is never a dull. If there's a way to turn the sound off, turn, turn, turn that goddamn TV off. There's a remote right there in the corner, and I can see that. Excellent. Yeah. Well, the one on the left side. So, I'll tell you something about tire hands. They had a beer with pipeworks. <laughs> Thank you. We had an assistant. We have a bunch of assistants today <laughs> helping us out. So speaking about craft beer store in Liberty, I just want to say we this is one that we discovered uh, actually on some of our lunch breaks. Um, they, they really specialize in the uh, sought-after rare craft beers that, I mean, they, they, they follow their Facebook page, which I do, there's many times where it's just like, we got to run over there, we're going to watch in Libertyville today. Yeah. Um, they, they really post a lot of stuff, they get a lot of great stuff in from the Chicagoland area and abroad or throughout the United States that is really hard to find. Um, you, one of the things I got picked up this last week was uh, you got hipster punch from outside and Mocha Month. Uh, Which we have right here. We were testing mm-hmm. that out a little later. Thanks to Dave. Now with collaboration. I trying to think. I bought, uh, bought a lot of, I bought vanilla from Dave. Just walking in here. Bob is becoming uh, a regular customer. Bob has already become a regular customer. <laughs> so Dave. Tell us, uh, I know you were somewhere else first. We didn't know about you before this, though. We saw you because we were going to watch a Mickey Finn's, which is right around the corner. And we saw the coming soon sign, or moving here soon. And then once you opened, we stopped in. And that's how we became uh, mm-hmm. that's met you. But you've been in the Liberty, Libertyville area for a while. Yeah, we have been. So, like, we originally opened um, in 2014. Uh, a little bit about the background. Like, I was just like you guys. I was in IT. All the time. And then I had a really close friend of mine who lives in Pennsylvania and has a bottle shop and has a lot of knowledge in the beer industry. And about five years ago, I was brought into this beer world by hanging out with him. And then one thing leads to another. I decided to come back to Chicago. I still a 
And so Liberty Hill was one of the towns that we ended up picking. <laughs> so yeah, and then my fingers hurt. <laughs> Ago, we were in a smaller shop, a block down, and then about two years into it, we were kind of growing out of it, and we had a really good fan base. We had a lot of customers coming in asking for lots of different varieties, and breweries coming in asking for the shop. So we finally then landed in this spot, about four months ago. And now we're like a much better exposure. We have so many people finding out about us. They walk in, really they kind of see what's going on with the show. So. And I see a. Usually Bob is our off camera beer supplier, so today he's on. <laughs> Running groups and other other people come in do a few other tastings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the most the one thing we wanted to do when getting into this was we wanted to make an environment that was not just about beer. It was also about having a casual hangout and socializing in a way so we are appearing not just in a beer crowd, but people outside of beer crowd who haven't had these beers yet. They have an incentive to come in. So a lot of things that we do, it's all about interactive events. We have you know, the running club, we have a lot of local groups here, we have the, uh, the charity groups coming in once in a while, bottle share events, which encourages a lot of new folks to come in and bring their bottles in. And other, just, other than just purchasing bottles and cans, you have beers on tap. You have four or five beers on tap. Yeah, I think we were one of like the first few shops uh, to have beers on tap, and that's another thing that actually identifies us separate from everybody else is, you know, what I see when I see customers coming in is they, they want to try everything, they want to sample something that they want to get. And beer taps, having this as sampling allows them to uh, to be exposed to some of these beers. So yeah, we do beers on tap. We also sometimes will just get people to bring us beers from all over the place and then we'll just do a one random bottle share event, share everything that we got. So just a combination of just different things that we like to do and not just Dave, oh I'm sorry, Nick. No, no uh, okay. Uh, um, how often do you switch the beers that you have on tap? Uh, almost, uh, we switch it almost like every month okay. uh, or every few weeks, mm -hmm. or depending on the type of beer it is. Mm -hmm. uh, but we concentrate a lot on putting stuff that is sometimes rare, uh, sometimes local, and then just like doing things that are like really weird. <laughs> like, like such as? Uh, like what really we weird? Had recently a coffee cider. That is and, weird. And good in a weird way. Yeah. And I, I gotta tell you, like you got so many customers yeah. trying that cider out mm -hmm. like you, you have these cans yet. We don't, but stuff like that, yeah. we wanna expose all these different cidery mm -hmm. breweries that are doing so many good liquids to be able to just enjoy and try something out. Mm -hmm. And you guys have uh, like six different uh, coffee variants over there in the corner. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. cheers to that. Yeah. 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 Ye
Yeah, and just going back to the tap list, I know you just you just finished, but you had the Prairie Paradise, which well, it, it's not a lot of the stuff that is on tap is not stuff that you're just going to walk into a bar in the area and find. It's usually you saw that they're kind of creative uh, brunch, which is incredible right now. Um, made it's very soft, pale, pale. Yeah. So you're, you're originally almost always going to find a really great beer when you come in here. I think that's what like, people like. They, you know, a lot of times these beers are in small batches, so we don't, not everybody gets a chance to grab a bottle or mm -hmm. camp or something. And so what I like to do is I like to advocate by putting it on tap so at least they can sample it out and walk out with it and try it out. Definitely. And you have a great environment for sampling and trying things out. I mean, people can, can you know, interact as I see over there now. I mean, we have at least three or four people drinking beer and talking about beers. And um, they can peruse the aisles, which are incredibly colorful, to say the least. And your shelving, you know, is sparse, you know, in terms of, like, what the shelves are made out of. But you can see all the different colors and types and beers and styles of beers. So it's kind of like... I can't wait to browse. Like this is a great store. Yeah. Speaking of uh, sour? kind of rare beers, we're drinking the Pentagram um, Barrel Aged, which I'm not a huge sour fan, so I'm not a huge Pentagram fan. But the Barrel Aged in this, yeah, Bob's insane. Um, there's a lot of people are, but. The, the barrel age you know this actually is pretty damn good I would say it's it's, uh, it's a it's milder good. milder sour beer it, it's yeah. it, if you have pentagram by itself it's a lot more sour. I, I'm sure the sour flavor we actually last time we were at Emporium yeah we had the pentagram and I'd say it was a little more sour than this and the barrel age really has great uh great flavor to it and if you're not afraid of sours I would say it makes it a little more desirable yeah. but I love sours yeah. <laughs> and barrel aging can't go wrong with barrel aging yeah. sours are one of those one of those styles that can be a, a gateway drug if you will you know much in the way that like Belgians and pale ales are for like the sours are kind of like a, a sneaky little backdoor into the, the world of beer well it's hard to get into it's astringent really yeah. For me, I when like I sweet tarts. right exactly, so you're <laughs> like, oh, I'm thirsty, but I want more. But I'm thirsty for you know water sour or something. Yeah. <laughs> you like sour patch kids, yeah. And that's why I don't mind sour sometimes. I mean, I remember back at Dark Lord Day they had a blueberry sour, I forget what it's even called, but it was really good. Hmm. That hint of blueberry. Um, but I do like barrel aged a lot more. And actually, speaking of barrel aged, uh, just throw some of the events. Me and Bob actually hit up uh, just down the road in Mundelein, Tighthead. They had their chocolate, chocolate multi balls release, um, which for a brewery that's just hitting, I think they're gonna have their five year anniversary party coming up like in a week. But it was really packed, which I did not expect. I know they they make great beers. Um, you got some on your shelves here, but I did not expect that place to be as crowded as it was for that release. But it was everybody was there buying their limit of bottles, and it was a great beer too. It's the first time it's going to be part of their Old Boys series. They're going to be doing uh, a lot more barrel aging. And chocolate multiples is something that was meant to for. Was that full bat? Mm-hmm. When we were there. Yeah. So it was a lot more chocolatey. It, it really was. Really well, delicious. I don't know um, <laughs> how it was at your event. It was good. When, 
chocolate salty balls coming out. Is that Sold out. Salty balls. Within half an hour of opening. You gotta wait for Chef to release those. Chef, Chef bakes those once a year. Well, there's the guy Bruce. Who's such a nice, yeah. such a nice guy, and I think he's paved the way for himself because he's been in this for such a long time. He just expanded his facility. He's got it. He's got it bigger now. Can actually come in and join us. I think it's part of his plan that he always wanted to come. That's part of his Yeah. And I remember I was talking to him. He's like, his job was never to like do a lot of games, but he just got into it. It was, it was just you get into the game moving and then you gotta yep. let people come in and enjoy something. So. Yeah, the demand was there because I remember when they first opened because. Uh, not Bruce, but the uh, the other head brewer, um, Billy. Billy, who used to be the homebrew guy down at the homebrew shop here in Libertyville. Which I thought that's where we were coming. Oh, uh, no, yeah. No, that place sucks now. Ever since Billy left, I stopped going there. But because um, Billy knew everything, and he t- obviously took those skills and applied them to uh, you know tight head. But that's another thing. He's he was used to be really heavily into that, and he brought I think the team of both of them together is really awesome. I remember when they first opened, I asked one of them, you know, if their plan was to bottle and distribute. And at that time, it was, no, it was not even on the radar. But I think the demand was there. And that's with any beer. If you get the demand, people want it. And, you know, that's what you got to do. Red Scarlet was really good for them. So was Irie. Irie was awesome. There was a blind IPA test and Irie finished like second. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and the other great thing is, is it, it is a smaller brewery. So like Chocolate Malty Balls was released. You know, sold out. But yet, I was having a party the same day. And hey, give me a growler. No problem. Get a whole growler. And just take it home. And, you know. It's very liberal about letting people enjoy it and take it to go too. Yeah. You talked about Mickey Finn's. Mickey Finn's still a Yes, Mickey Finn's. They moved from across the Eastby Cross Street right over down here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now they're right over here. Um, they built a new facility and it's actually really nice. Um, Compared to the last place we were cramped, this one is, is still there, and they have a lot of good beer. A lot of good beers on it. The Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express. I think that I think that is a regular beer there because whenever you go for lunch, it's always on tap. So I know it was seasonal originally. Yeah, their guest drafts are really good too. So um, if you're up in Libertyville, come in and stop in here and pick out some beers to take home. Stop at Mickey Finn's too. We recommend that as well. There's a nice little scene. You know, it's like you know, it's like Main Street. You know, it's bustling. There's a lot of stuff to do. You guys. Drafts as well Starting to get a little bit more into coffee now, so we wanted coffee tasting. Um, 
you know, it's just, it's, yeah, you know, like, I see a lot of people ask me this before, why is this coffee beer, where's the coffee come from this beer, so, if there's a lot of cross paths, yeah, one of the other releases that just opened this up here, that happened recently, is Bourbon County Stout, which happens every Black Friday, and you had a release here as well, you said there was a line around the block, as there was a lot of places, yeah. Me and Bob went to the Black Friday event, the tasting, which was really great. Um, on Clyborn. They did a pairing. They had the releases from this year along with the Barrel Age Impervious and with food pairings for this. Yeah, and all I know is the truffle they had or whatever it was was incredible. Yeah, they had some like chocolate truffle with sesame seeds. Mm. I forget even which beer it was supposed to be paired with. It didn't really matter. That's the thing about BCS after that Korea. Yeah, and then we got all of them, all six, like pretty hefty servings. Yeah, so it was extra servings. We just had these. They I don't understand why people wouldn't show up to that kind of event. Especially since you had to pay ahead of time. It seemed very exclusive. From I mean, the table settings were like on point, and everything was explained, and food pairings for every single thing. It seemed like a dream come true. It was sold out in about three seconds. It's amazing. There must have been a much better party. I don't know what type of party that would be. I met a guy recently who went to all seven World Series games, right? And, you know, his, his wife works for Google, this kind of thing. He's like, the stay at home dad. Oh, but he's the kind of guy that would, like, buy that and, like, not go. <laughs> there oh, are people like that. It's still weird, but there are people like that. It's hard to fathom, but seven games. We're drinking the, the 09 variation of Bourbon County Stout. Mm. The only year that came in about that. Yeah, this was from my, my collection that I've had sitting around since 09. So I decided to bring it in. It's you know been aging for quite a while. This was before the in-bed purchase of them. Um, so before they had any variants whatsoever. You know, now the biggest thing is variance, you know, what was proprietary and rare and everything else. This was all they had. Regular still. Regular still. How would you compare this to what, like, this year's? This is absolutely terrible. It's very chocolatey, actually, I think. Yeah. It's hard to compare one that's been aged five years versus one that's just been bottled it's been about seven years. back in October. Do you remember this bottle was from October 9th of 09. Do you remember Neapolitans? Yeah. It was never released. So our very first story on the website, like in 2010, was uh, like just us hanging out at uh, the produ production facility. Yeah. And yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, try this Neapolitan. It's yeah. like uh, BCS Neapolitan. And that was when Laffler was the... Uh, yeah, back when John Laffler was, 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 the, barrel, was the barrel program. Yeah, before he went off and did uh, off -color. Yeah, so that was that was great. Because he had, he had a vanilla, he had a cherry, and a chocolate. All three All mixed together. Yeah. And it was incredible. It was just something he had sitting like in a keg, and he just goes and finds it open. Yeah, just, just to tap it, you know, he sprays it off and sanitizes it and taps it out. Hey, try this. That was incredible. Sounds like something they should have paired with ice cream. Yeah, it was, I it mean, was awesome. I mean, it was never released, so the only people that drank it were people at the brewery and us, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was awesome. Did you go to proprietors or anything? No, I missed Proctor. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think of Proctor compared to last year? 
I didn't have last year. I had last year's after which was So obviously 2014 Corrupt, I think, I loved her. 25th anniversary edition. There's rumors that there's going to be a rare barley wine. A rare barley wine. 25th anniversary dry variant. It was supposed to be a main rye this year, but then apparently wasn't ready. Yeah. But then it'll be a regular coffee and barley wine. In the morning? Yeah. And what time did you open? Uh, we opened at 11, so she was there.
they had a couple of variations of Drago because everybody's doing variation. They had vanilla and a coffee. And they had 2014. And they had 2014 as well. All of them were excellent. The vanilla was really good. The coffee was very overwhelming coffee, but it was still really good. And they had their Jack Stout, which was a full batch. Barrel-aged Jack Stout. Yeah, whereas when we brewed our beer on Deception with Rob Onion, we co-brewed with them. Uh, four years ago, I think it was. Still, still the only website in the history of Chicago to have a beer brewed and bottled and sold to every whole food in the state. Yeah. Us, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I get excited about these things. Yeah, so I did talk, so John is interested again. Johnny Canes. Johnny Canes. So he's a great guy. He was out there. We're talking to him. Um, introduced him to Bob. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy. Uh, all the while, other guys are great. Um, so, yeah, I forget where. Um, you weren't in that conversation. He told me, and I, because I asked him, I, knew about it. I forget where it's at. But they, it's 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 like a Southwest Burb, I think. Really close to the city, though. Um, it's neither of those two. It might be like Wilmette or something. That's not Southwest at all, Dan. I'm sorry. It starts with a W, I think. I don't know. If you Google it, Willow Springs. Because I know they, they, there was an article about it or something on their website about it a while back. You know, Drago so, is one of the few Russian imperial styles actually named after a Russian. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like what? All Rasputin, right? Drago. Yeah. What else is there? And you got, I mean, you got That's what it's named after. Yeah, it's named after Drago. Evan Drago, the guy who killed Apollo Creed, man. Well, then up. This is the year of life. Is, from what I've been hearing, bourbon barrels are skyrocketing in price. So, bourbon barrel aged beers are cheaper now than they probably ever will be, and that is solid. Yeah, so Drago is definitely a beer to buy. Um, should be readily available at any, any bottle shop you go to mm-hmm. or store, usually. It will like, we'll sell out, but... I was going to say, it's our, I've heard that this year they actually, well, last year they actually changed it a little bit longer. Do they? Their space is nice. You know what he told me when the last time I went to, uh, what was it, Wild Onion? That they have a lake in the back of Wild Onion, right? A lake? Yeah. L-A-K-E. A lake. With water? Wow. Do they use the water for their brewing process? No, so they grow their own hops. They don't use the water for brewing, but they grow their own hops. Oh, but it used, that space used to be like a, uh, a training facility for Navy SEALs. So there's actually like a car buried at the bottom of the lake. Whoa. Yeah. So, I mean, whoa, also this beer is so good. No, that's, that's really interesting. No. So when we go there next year, can we snorkel slash scuba to the car at the bottom of the lake? And film the experience. Yeah. Um, in the middle of the night when nobody sees you, I'm sure. Yeah. You can sneak in there. I could. We're all going. It's either all or nothing. It's a beer, a beer geek's experience. What are we drinking? This is a Pipeworks Barrel Aged Murderous. Murderous? Yes. It's a barley wine, um, barrel aged. So another one provided by Dave. Thank you very much. Thank you. For all these excellent beers. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Pipeworks. Pipeworks makes great stuff. Um, yeah, they make they make a lot of good beers. Yeah. And they have their tap room. Yeah, the tap room's coming up. December 29th. Yeah, so looking forward to that. Pipeworks, we were talking about how like um, you know, Ninja vs. Unicorn, the first beer, right? 
it was like a 500 foot home run, like standing ovation, everyone loved him, but But their very, their very first year, they came out with 48 different beers. Can you imagine that? Like, 48 different beers. And they keep coming out. I mean, you guys, you just got Citra Ninja was released again. Yeah. That, that you got it. And uh, Vanilla Abduction, do you have any of that fish I think that's it. That's, I think that's they are one of the few breweries that I think, in my mind, just shoot up so many beers and they do this thing about the It takes a lot of work to keep shooting up all the beers. And to think about it, which starting in January, Goliath is going to start distribution out there, but they are the only breweries that I know of in the area that has collaborated with the top of Goliath. And Emporium. <laughs> they, they have the Back of Future beer with that. Back of Future beer with like a... Oh, they collaborate with it. Yeah, collaborate with Yeah, sorry. With Top of the Line, their double creature feature. Amazing. It's it's a very good name of a beer. Yeah. Alliterative and rhyming. Poetic. I love how Allie brings this so my morning commute is, is paying off pretty uh, much, <laughs> I think. My favorite one is with uh, Drew Fox and Nate Teach James. They got, it's a cherry production. He's in all red and the jumpsuit and everything. Like, Oh, but they're pouring like this cherry over his head. I didn't even know. That's my favorite. Yeah, they, they have the most. Uh, they are local guys. They're from like uh, one of those guys from Lake Forest. Oh yeah, yeah. Pipeworks? Yeah. Lake Forest. Mmm. I understand now. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, uh, I know there's been a ton of events recently. Anything coming up that you guys can think of? Well, I have a list, Dan. A list. Yes. Here's your list. I'm just off the top of my head. All right. So coming up, coming up since you since you mentioned it. So as we all loved beer hoptacular, a Josh Sego production, Lou Dog events. Um, we have Chicago Ale Fest. It's on January 28th, and then we have Naperville Ale Fest of the same breed. It's on February 25th. Naperville's awesome. I haven't gone to their winter fest, but I've gone to the one they yeah. have in the summer. Yeah. So they have but their winter one, I don't know. I know some people have gone to it. To me, it just seems too cold. Yeah. Uh, is it outside? Like, I'm assuming they have, it's at Frontier Park. I'm assuming they're going to put up some kind of warming tent, but I, I just hope that that's the case. Uh, but they're going to have live music, food trucks, 150 di different beers uh, served. It'll be a $50 entry fee. Same with Chicago Ale Fest. Same deal. Same warming tent. Same. I can't promise the warming tent. I only hope about the warming tent. Josh, if you could uh, create a warming tent, that would be great. Um, but those are the things that are available, and this $50, and tickets go on sale pretty soon, so we we'll probably get those. So it depends when you're watching this podcast mm -hmm. um, or listening to it, yeah. uh, whether that happened already or not. <laughs> well, <laughs> these events happen in January and February, so hopefully... 2017. Yeah, 2017. We're talking 2017. There's nothing really upcoming in the, in the next couple weeks in, in my radar due to the Christmas holidays. So one thing for events, make sure you check out the website. We do have our calendar on our website. Mm -hmm. If you have an iPhone, we do have an iPhone app, um, which is actually being updated right now. Our developer, we do have an iPhone app. It's kind of broken right now. It works sometimes. It, basically, if, it, if you launch it and it's black, just close it and launch it again. But uh, I would say within the next month, 
we should have a new new version of the app. It's really just a, a calendar. It's calendar of events. events. It's like what's going on, beer geeks. Okay, we tell you what's going on. Yeah. So it's kind um, of events that we we think are worthwhile. Yeah. So definitely let us know on the events right here. We can get them on there. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the version I think they should be listening to the trivia. And if they get the trivia questions right, they get the unlock this Easter night, Easter egg, and the Easter egg is you gonna bring each other. Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> how cool would that be? Like the French bat, no. <laughs> a French bathtub with the little, with the little too, legs too, on too it. Far. Yeah. Maybe it's you, Nick. Too yeah. There's also um, Dark Side Beer Fest, February 26th at Emporium. Uh, you get a bag of tokens. On Milwaukee, I believe Logan Square. It's either the one in Liquor Park or Logan Square. I assume it's Logan Square because they have more events there. Uh, Wicker Park has the uh, stage, though. True. There's no there's no band involved in this event. It's basically yeah. Go. There's a few routes here giving tastings, which is another thing that they do here frequently. Especially outside the Grand Haven, Michigan, is here tonight. And then Jay, on Jay, Pure Michigan, at Hopcat in Chicago, they will be having 15 outside beers on tap. And I saw the list, and it's incredible. You want to go to that? We will add that to the app. That's an important one. Delicious. Delicious. Yeah. Is that what you got right there? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm loving this pipe works. We've had people who do the hipster brunch. The hipster brunch is not overwhelming I love bourbon barrels, but it's got your It has baked maple, so, you know. It's not baked. It's not baked. It's not so definitely, uh, so you're on Facebook, Dave. Uh, it's the craft beer store of Libertyville. Yeah. So definitely go to Facebook, check that out. You on Twitter or anything like that too? Or just Facebook? Uh, not so much. Mostly Facebook almost daily. They post yeah. what they do. They get deliveries. Because you said you get deliveries about every once a day. Yeah. We ask all our guys. They like Facebook. Yeah. yeah. That's where the, the biggest, you know, big population. <laughs> yeah, that's where I look. Yeah. I have, I have a dumb question. Uh, 2016 is coming to an end. What are what are the beers that sold the most this year? Uh, it's kind of hard because we first had we had kind of like a transition phase with the elite territory and all that because we to another location. But I think in general, I think IPs still sell the most. Uh, there's a lot more variety of options going with IPAs, so I think that category is still top of the charts. Uh, I think we are starting to see a lot of people jumping over there's a lot of out there, so they just keep going. I was just talking to somebody actual Chicago, and there's like 50 some breweries, and 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 breweries, um, the email, the uh, podcast. Yeah, so we didn't get any questions this time, but we do have an email set up, uh, just podcast at chicagobeergeeks.com. If you have any questions for us, or we'll post on our Facebook and Twitter, uh, you know, when we're going to do another podcast. So if you want to ask questions, if we have a guest like Kareem, we have Dave, 
If you have any questions for the guests, uh, do let us know as well. Or topics. Topics. Let us know topics um, that you want to hear us talk about. If you enjoy hearing us talk about absolutely nothing. Can we watch the playbook on this video? Usually when we're at Bob's house, we watch the playbook. We do. We do watch the playbook but definitely go out check out our Facebook Chicago Beer Geeks on Facebook uh, Twitter Nick does our Twitter I have a Twitter over there with our 10,000 and growing plus followers on Twitter um, we're almost at that 5,000 mark on Facebook so tell your friends you know like us on Facebook follow us on Twitter uh, Instagram Instagram as well yeah, he's been doing the Instagram I do the Instagram so Bob's, Bob's about seven years behind in technology, even though you work in technology. Uh, then, obviously, the podcast is posted on our YouTube channel first, so that's Chicago Beer Geeks YouTube channel. Check us out there. We post our podcast. Um, we do also have Bob doing the, is a chuggable, so he, he's our chugger here. Will there be a chugging? So there might be an is a chuggable posted. <laughs> Because that's a quick video, I usually get that up ahead of time of the podcast. 